an hour of truth for the battered but proud people of the Empire State. From the financial and entertainment epicenter of New York City to the sleeping and empty small cities and towns of upstate, which once bustled with manufacturing, mining, and farming. We all know from inspiration, history, and nature, we deserve a return to the success and growth of generations past, a birthright being squandered by corruption in Albany, and the depredations of an insecure, scheming mountebank posing as governor, who loathes both us and himself. As liberty beckoned to enslaved peoples behind the Iron Curtain via American broadcasts after World War II, we now say, believe, rise, and join us. Welcome to Radio Free New York. Hey guys, welcome back to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister, and we have Bob Savage with us. Yeah, I'm down here in Master Control. Uh, hope this sounds good. This is uh, like a whole new microphone setup that we just did. And uh, yeah, uh, Bob D'Angelo is uh, elsewhere doing stuff, so it's just you and me and the dog, Andrew. There you go. Awesome. So you guys got some new mics in the studio? I got it. It's a new mic uh, audio thing. Oh, cool. Very cool. Awesome. How was your weekend? It was good. I uh, was up in uh, Thousand Islands. Uh, spent a little time up there uh, on the St. Lawrence Seaway. As a matter of fact, doing a little boating. Boy, that water's rough up there. But, uh, boy, I'm telling you, if you're thinking that the economy is, is going up the spout, you should see, I mean, the homes up there, unbelievable. Are they? Yeah. Like really nice, you mean? Oh, yeah. 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 That's that's great. Yeah. I uh, I did a lot of like just uh, physical labor over the weekend doing some renovation work and stuff. And so I definitely felt it this morning. I could feel uh, all those sheets of plywood and drywall and everything else I was moving. I, I so could definitely feel transformation it. into the uh, Hollister uh, uh, Robert Baron Castle uh, taking place or. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> No, just uh, some bathroom work and uh, some floor work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a lot of honeydews. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's mostly stuff that uh, that I've been working on for uh, some investment stuff. So, but yeah, we'll see. So, and the the weather, of course, was great over the weekend. The weather's still just been so amazing. It is a summer to remember, no question. If it weren't for all the COVID nonsense, you know, it uh, it really would be. Like the ideal, the ideal summer of all time. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, and uh, interesting thing, I've had a little bit more time to myself um, because, as as fate would have it, um, I got permanently banned from Facebook. Yeah, we talked about this uh, before we went on the air. Tell us, how did this come down? What, yeah, what, yeah. So, it's, what it's, nefarious it's, things have you been up to? Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, all of my uh, awful, terrible, violent uh, posts, just uh, they must have caught up with me. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, well, I, we've, we've been trying to warn you about those for some time I, now. I know. Yeah. No, um, it's it's it was actually like a pretty big surprise to me because um, any of you who are listening to the show, you're probably um, you, you probably follow my Facebook page, which is different than my personal profile. Um, and some of you might follow my personal profile as well. My personal profile is the one that uh, Facebook has permanently disabled, which is very different than Facebook jail or being banned. I'll kind of explain the difference a little bit later. Um, but my personal profile, I, I post like once every like three months. Like the last post I made was probably like, I don't know, March or something like that. And it was probably a picture of my dog. 
Um, so, so I was certainly surprised, but, uh, Facebook actually put out a press release about this cause it wasn't a just press my account. What? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, they, they went and they, uh, they removed a bunch of groups, a bunch of pages, um, and, and they were kind of quiet about the fact that they disabled accounts too, like really, really quiet about it. So you've, so um, you've been the demonetized. Oh yeah, like like everything. Yeah, like all all my everything. I'll I'll certainly get into it. Um, but I want to start with saying what Facebook said about this. So I'll give their side of the story first, um, and then I'll I'll share my side of the story after the fact, because it's it's very um, they they're very very different, and I think that it's really important for us to look at things like this. And become more skeptical, you know, because Facebook and Twitter have been doing this for a very long time. And I think based on what Facebook has been saying and Twitter has been saying, sometimes people think, oh, yeah, like this is acceptable behavior. This is fine. They're doing the right thing. Um, not all the time, but I think that people, when they read the news and they go, oh, Facebook, you know, removed uh, this like bad organization or something. People just go, oh, yeah, that's what happened. Somebody's doing something bad. They should be off. Well, um, of course, then we have that, that pesky First Amendment thing that says, you know, even obnoxious speech is supposed to be protected. But I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, maybe those days are gone. Maybe people don't care about that anymore. I know I do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something, too, worth discussing. Um, because Facebook is a private company and so is Twitter and stuff like that. Um, and, and there's certainly a first amendment discussion to have around this. Um, but here, here's what, here's what Facebook is saying about this. Um, so some of this is from ABC news. Some of it is from USA today, but I, I pulled a couple of the press releases that Facebook sent out. Um, so Facebook said Wednesday, it is banning groups and accounts associated with QAnon and a variety of U.S.-based militia and anarchist groups that support violence. But the company will continue to allow people to post material that supports these groups, so long as they do not otherwise violate policies against hate speech, abuse, and other provocations. Okay, you're gonna Facebook, tell us, can you tell us okay. about QAnon first as a departure point? Yeah, so so QAnon is kind of interesting. I'm, I'm not overly familiar with it i think it's a a thread um on on one of the sites maybe it's like uh reddit or something like that i i actually don't know much about it um other than it's like posts about trump fighting the deep state like that's that's really all i know about it um sometimes people will send me messages with links like hey QAnon's talking about this thing it's important check it out um and usually when i i follow the link and read it um, there, there's not really information there. It's like a website with a bunch of ads and it's like pretty obscure. So, so you're, not, you're not affiliated with QAnon in any way. There's no relationship between no, you and QAnon. No, no. Like, like, I don't, I don't even, like, I understand that it is a conspiracy theory and I will emphasize that, um, conspiracy theories sometimes just become conspiracies and it's no longer a theory. You know, I, I have no idea, you know, I don't know enough about the QAnon thing to to be able to explain it well. Um, so yeah, so in terms of my involvement with that, I I don't have any. I don't even really know what it is. <laughs> so I know it's a thing on the internet. Apparently, Facebook thinks it's really bad. That's about as far as it goes for me. Okay. 
Yep. And, yep. And so, so, so somehow you've become tangled up in this, in the, in the paranoid mind of Facebook. Yes. Yes. No. And, it's, and, and so we should emphasize here: this is not just you. No, it's not. So, and and I do have some numbers that, that I'm going to give you guys here. Um, so, in in a little bit more from Facebook, you know, Facebook said they're only going to remove groups and accounts outright if they discuss potential violence, including in veiled language, which I think is what they're saying is if they read a conversation that you're having on Facebook, and if you think they're not reading your conversations, you're wrong. Um, but if they read a conversation you're having on Facebook and they think that maybe reading between the lines, you mean something else, they're going to yank your account. That's, that's essentially what they're saying here is uh, if, if they just believe that what you're saying means something different, they're going to pull your account. So, Going on a little bit more, they say for militia organizations and those encouraging riots, including some who may identify as Antifa, the company said it has removed over 980 groups, 520 pages, and 160 ads from Facebook. And then in quotes, Facebook says, these movements and groups evolve quickly and our teams will follow them closely and consult with outside experts so that we can continue to enforce our policies against them. So all of that being said, Facebook has, has removed my account, my personal account, ironically, not my political page or my second amendment page or my business page. Um, instead, they took away my personal account, which means I can't manage any of those pages. I can't access any of those pages. Um, and, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But they're, they're saying they're, they're trying to prevent things like violence and hate speech and all this other stuff, uh, which is just, to be honest, something I don't participate in. So we're, we're going to take a break here. And uh, that, that's... That's Facebook side of the story. That's that's what they're saying. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to share with you guys my side of the story. So we'll talk about that when we come back on Radio Free New York. You're listening to Radio Free New York. All right. Welcome back to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister. I'm uh, telling you guys about what happened last week. Facebook permanently disabled my personal profile. And I, w- I want to clarify this for people that um, this isn't Facebook jail. You know, this isn't like a 24-hour ban or a 30-day ban. This is like I submitted an appeal to Facebook, and they specifically said uh, that my account is not allowed to be on Facebook anymore. Um, and it's a permanent decision that cannot be appealed. So this this isn't the same as like posting a racy meme or something like that. Somebody gets offended, reports it to Facebook police, and I get like a ban, which has actually never happened to me before. So you're a serious miscreant here in the uh, eyes of uh, of Facebook. And we've heard so. what their arguments are, but I'm still kind of, and I'm, I know the listeners are too, they're kind of like lost in the dust here. Yeah, yeah. So basically what Facebook said is um, they're trying to prevent this QAnon conspiracy from spreading across Facebook. Um, So that's why they did this. And they're worried that militias are going to, like, rise up and create violence. 
So they did that. So that's 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 like their excuse, their their reasoning. They were really hush hush and quiet about the fact that they're permanently banning accounts. And once again, banning isn't even the right word. We're talking about a permanent disablement of the account. And I'll give you guys an example of what that means. Like I've been erased from Facebook to the point where like if you go to my wife's Facebook page and you go under the about normally when it says you're married it'll say who you're married to it just says she's married they've they've wiped my name even off of that you know off of pictures i have with people my name's not there anymore yeah so you're like, not it's this is 1984 uh the ministry yep. of truth has gone back in and you you're an unperson you don't exist anymore yep yep that that is what facebook has done with my personal account so those of you who are like watching the live stream right now if you guys are watching from facebook i'm i'm not even sure if it's actually published on facebook right now or not i'm not sure if you guys can see it on facebook um if you can it doesn't look like i can see your comments i can see comments coming in from youtube um but what what was a good thing is like my my radio free new york page my andrew c hollister page which are public pages that you guys follow me on um i did have like some other editors on those pages so like kevin who's on the show with me kevin's an editor um, so he's still able to make a post on my behalf, um, and hopefully this live stream is streaming over there right now. I'm not even sure if it is. Um, that's that's why you guys are able to see this. But here's here's the problem. Um, since I don't have any other admins on the page, I can't even create like a new call it like a fake Facebook account and regain admin access to my stuff or any access actually. Because now there's not an admin on my page to add people to manage it. So Okay, so what specifically happened here? Uh, we, so, underst we understand their argument, but we don't understand why. Yeah, so, so essentially, here's, here's what happened. The, kind of a, the story of what happened is just one day I, I look at my phone. I think it was Wednesday night, if I recall. I look at my phone, and it says I've been logged off Facebook, and I need to re-authenticate to get in. Um, which was weird. And I, I had a bunch of text messages on my phone that I didn't read yet. And so I, I go, oh, that's that's kind of strange. I'm like, that I don't think that's ever happened before. I click on the link, um, and it's like, yeah, you had to prove who you are to log in Facebook. We need a copy of your driver's license and some other information. Um, which Facebook does that, by the way, if you want to do advertising with them, especially political advertising. So when I ran for office, I had to provide Facebook uh, copies of my ID for certain like legal filings associated with political ads. Um, so that, that wasn't like so off to me, but then I open up my text messages and I've got messages from other friends, um, who are saying, Hey, my, my Facebook account doesn't work anymore. And my pages are gone and my groups are gone. And so that got me suspicious. So I, I go ahead and I try to do it and I just get a mess a message from Facebook saying, um, your account's been permanently disabled. We've determined that it doesn't follow our community standards and we cannot reverse this decision. It's permanent. And, uh, I, I was, I was pretty surprised and admittedly, I hadn't spent a whole lot of time reading Facebook's community standards. So I then was like, wow, did I, I, I couldn't think of anything I did, but I was like, all right, let me read through the standards. Are they really like large and voluminous? Like there's they, pages they are kind of, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a lot. 
Um, and, and I'm sure they change them like very frequently. So when they want to get rid of somebody, they can just like update them. Um, so, so I read through the standards and literally did not find a single thing that I had done. Not even like a gray area or like, oh, maybe they thought, you know, this. No, I read through it and I was like, no, I'm, I'm definitely abiding by these standards. Um, and once again, those of you who have followed me for a while, you see the posts I make. There's no violence associated with my posts. When people talk about violence, I, I acknowledge it. I call it out for what it is, and I, I speak against violence. So for them to think that like maybe I'm promoting violence or um, promoting conspiracies yeah, is it's a stretch. Is, we get it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty much a stretch. Um, but here's here's the thing that was something I realized later, which was. I then, because of what Facebook did, I lost access to family photos, pictures of loved ones, different memories, you know, photos of my dog when she was a puppy, like all of that's gone too. Um, so this wasn't just like losing access to um, this kind of like following and media presence that I've built. It was losing access to other like personal things throughout my life. Yeah, to your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so that, that was kind of like, um, an interesting revelation, you know, realizing that, yeah, I can't just pop open my Facebook app and like, be like, yeah, check out this time when we went here, like here it is in the Facebook memories. Like, no, that's gone. You know, can I just point out that you're remarkably, um, amazingly level-headed about this? I mean, wouldn't most people be outraged and upset over something like this happening? Yeah, no, I, I think so. I mean, certainly it was, um, you know, the next day when it all kind of hit me, like, I was like, wow, like, it, and of course, you sit there and, like, especially being a guy in IT, I'm like, wow, I feel really stupid that I, like, allowed myself to put this much on this platform. There you go. There you know, you go. like, that that was a big deal to me. I'm like, wow, I, I trusted this platform, and not in, like, a way that, like, I trusted the people at Facebook, but more, like... I trust it as a platform that would be around for a long time. So I was comfortable putting my stuff there because I thought it would be there for a long time. And I, I never sat there and thought that, that it would just be taken away. So, yeah, like for sure, I sat there. And I was like, wow, that was like really stupid. And I'm sure I can go back and like find these other pictures. Like I go back and like get my old cell phones and things like that. Try to like rebuild some of these things. Um, but then there's also like a lot of connections with friends and family who live all across the country. And to be honest, across the world who, you know, I would talk with, like, I've got friends in Czech Republic that, you know, I would send messages to and talk to via Facebook. Well, now I don't have that. And I have to find some other way to communicate with them. Um, and, and like family across the country, you know, they get to post nice things about maybe their kids or life events like that's gone too. So, so certainly, yeah, like the next day I was sitting there feeling like pretty crappy about the situation. And then shortly after making those realizations was when I started thinking like, oh crap, like I have this group that I spent about two years building, um, promoting the second amendment in New York state with like a bunch of people in New York state and that group recently, I've got up to over 12,000 members. So, so Wait. Facebook never gave you a warning about this. They never said, no, look, you, you no, know, if, you, if, you don't, if you don't stop with the nefarious postings, you know, you're going to lose your citizenship. And, and so all of you, you had all these personal 
photos, if I understand this correctly, that you had in some form of cloud storage with with Facebook. So, you, folks, you can tell I'm a luddite. I have no idea about any of this stuff. Uh, that uh, they're going, they're just they're your personal photos are just gone. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't even like log in to access them. Like, and there's nobody you can excuse excuse the quaint concept. There's nobody you can call or email and say, look, you know, I, I'd like to tell my side of the story here. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the thing. Facebook doesn't even provide you with an email address. So you can't like email them like a question. There's no phone number for you to call. They have a help center. But here's the thing about the help center. You have to be logged into their platform to use the help center. So I can't log in because my account's been disabled, so I can't actually like access the help center. So yeah, the whole why, the why whole thing any, is. I gotta ask, why would anybody use this dopey service? If if you know if it's if there to serve its customers and it's completely aloof and unaccessible to its customers, why would you use it? Because it's it's so well automated that nobody thinks about it until they have a problem, and that's that's like the thing that Facebook has really mastered is like finding a way to distance itself so far away from its customers. Um, and also the, the really important thing to realize with Facebook is um, the people who use Facebook are not Facebook's customers. The people who use Facebook are the product that Facebook sells to its customers. And that, that I think is a really important distinction that people um, need to be aware of is that Facebook is selling you they're selling your data. They're, they're selling all of that. You are the product. So, guys, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why I think Facebook disabled my account. Um, I'll, I'll give you the nitty-gritty details, what I think and what I believe, and who knows? I might never know. But when we come back, we'll talk about that on Radio Free New York. We send a shout-out along the network line to WACK in Newark and the Patriot WENY in the twin tiers of Elmira and Corning. You're listening to Radio Free New York. All right. Welcome back to Radio Free New York. I'm your host, Andrew Hollister. We're talking about Facebook permanently disabling my account. Um, and, and speaking of which, if you guys want to know how to connect with me outside of Facebook, since I can't check the Facebook messages you guys send me anymore. Get a um, 55 cent stamp and put it on an envelope. <laughs> Yep, yep, no, absolutely. No, there are some digital ways you can still reach out and connect to me. Um, one way is you can hop over on our YouTube channel. So just search Andrew C. Hollister on YouTube. Um, make sure you hit the subscribe button, and then when you hit the subscribe button, there'll be a little bell there. Click the bell. That'll let you know when I'm going live so that you don't miss out on the live streams. You can hop on there. You can send me a message. I'll see it during the show. Um, or you can comment on the episodes later. If you're commenting on the Facebook page or sending me messages on the Facebook page, I can't see them. I can't read them. I, I don't even know if we're live right now on Facebook, but I'm going to have to rely on, you know, calling Kevin or somebody like that um, and saying, hey, can you guys go and actually check and see what comments are on the page? Can you how, read the messages? How would you be? I mean, they, they so, would, I would imagine anything. It's since you're, you know, since you're an unperson, uh, thanks to the Ministry of Truth. 
in the Orwellian world of Facebook, he probably anything that's associated with you does not exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. So the so the page is still up. I just have zero access to it. Um and very thankfully, uh, that Second Amendment group that I put up, it's called Upstate New York uh, 2A Supporters. You guys can go there. You can still join that group. There are other people moderating the group and allowing people in. So, like, those those two things at least are there. I just don't have access to them. My business page for my, my company, my day job, the thing that makes my income, it's there. I just don't have access to it. I can't post on it, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm relying on other people who have been great. Uh, to try to check my messages and check the comments and let me know. But even when I know what they are, I can't respond to them. I have to have like a third party respond on my behalf, which uh, is just extremely difficult. So if you want to get to me directly um, via YouTube is a great way. An even better way is through Patreon. Um, so what I've done is I've created like a Facebook ban support option on my Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash RFNY, and I'm going to start putting the things I would normally put out there for you guys on Facebook. I'm going to start putting them on Patreon. And I, I believe that that's, that's just what I'm going to do moving forward. I still plan on fighting Facebook. I'm going to try to get my files back. I'm going to try to get my account back. Um, How do you do that though? I mean, if you can't contact them, what do you? What's so the the best way I can do it is this: um, a raise awareness, and b I've been working with people to see if I can find somebody who like works for Facebook, who might at least be able to give me the way that I could like reach out to them, you know, and and be like, hey, like look at my account. Do you do you really think I'm violating these community standards? Because um, because I'm not. Clearly. Okay, now you, you've teased for this, so tell us what yeah. what what happened here. What happened? So so, so here's here's why I think happened is I believe that my connection to the Second Amendment and to you know the idea of militias in New York State and across the country, I think that that's what Facebook latched onto, and I think that that's why they banned me. So before I explain that further, I I think it's worth us all taking a peek at this thing called the Second Amendment. And, and I'll read it for you guys, I'm sure you're familiar, but just in case, it's a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Oh, see the word militia is in there. The word militia is mm -hmm. in there, it is. It's almost like it was an integral part of our constitution and our country. <laughs> come on. Just saying. That's just crazy just talk. Saying. What the Andrew? Come yep. on now. So so it it gets better because the militia was so important to the founding fathers that in Federalist Paper 29, I mean it was like that whole entire paper was about how important militias and the Second Amendment were going to be for this new country to the point where it was even suggested that every American um, should, should be training twice a year as a militia at a minimum. And, and, and it goes even like further detailed than that, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that because some people say, Oh, well that's old. That's outdated. You know, these are modern times. Okay. I'll bite. Let's look at New York state mill law, article one, section two, paragraph two says the unorganized militia shall consist of all able-bodied male residents of the state between the ages of 17 and 45 who 
who are not serving in any force of the organized militia or who are not on the state reserve list or the state retired list. So you might be wondering, Andrew, what, what does that mean? What are you talking about? If you're a male in New York State between the ages of 17 and 45, by New York State military law, you are a part of the state's unorganized militia by law, currently today, as it sits. So a lot of people don't know that, um, which brings up the next question of, well, Andrew, it, it mentioned unorganized militia, and it also mentioned organized militia. What, what do those terms mean? How do I know? What, you know? A lot of questions that come up. Well, they define that. They define it before, and they say you are part of the organized militia of the state of New York if you are in the New York Army National Guard, the New York Air National Guard, the inactive National Guard, the New York Naval Militia, or the New York Guard. If you are not a member of one of those six things, you are automatically a part of the unorganized militia if you are a male age 17 to 45 by New York State law. So... I, I wanted to put that information out there because it's it's not commonly known information. And New York and Facebook is saying that they are banning and removing people and removing Facebook groups associated with militias. Well, here's the thing. If you live in New York State, you're a male 17 to 45, and you're not a part of the organized militia, you are by law part of a militia. The unorganized one. The unorganized militia. By law, you have no say in it whatsoever. There's no way to be exempt. There's no way to get out. Um, so Andy like, Cuomo is a member of the unorganized militia. He, well, he no, very he's, well. Yeah, he's, to, over, he's over 45. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he is, but, you know. Um, but, yeah, so so this is kind of like news to a lot of people. So technically, Facebook should be shutting down everybody's accounts in New York State, all, all, all the men anyways, ages 17 to 45. Everybody's account should be shut down based on their new standard. Now, it's it's no secret, um, and this came up like a ton when Larry and I were running, that I've been extremely pro-constitutional militia for years. You know, once I understood the importance of it, once I understood what the Founding Fathers had um, put together and understood our history, I realized that militias have a very active role in society and in our country, and they are very important. Now, that's not to say that all militias are good. There are certainly people that label themselves militias, and they are terrible, awful people and organizations who care nothing more um, other about nothing more other than their personal gain, um, racism, violence, and other bad things. Those people definitely exist. Those groups definitely exist. I've seen them. They're awful. They're terrible. That that is true. Like that happens. Um, but that's that's not the type of militia I support, and I think it's really important for people to know about um, this idea that constitutional militias exist. You're probably in a militia if you're listening to this radio station right now in New York, and you just didn't know it because the state mandated it. Um, and there are organizations all across the state who form together under this New York state law to do just their constitutional duties as a militia. Um, so so what I want to do, um, we can go ahead. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, 
I, I want to talk to you guys about the militia. I want to talk to you guys about what it does, what has actually happened in New York State in one of the state militias here, and let you guys be the judge. Is this something violent that breaks Facebook's guidelines? We'll find out. We'll talk about that more on Radio Free New York. Free New York. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, the nefarious Andrew Hollister. Yeah, welcome back to Radio Free New York, guys. Uh, if you're just joining us here on the show, we're talking about Facebook has uh, permanently disabled my account. Not being in Facebook jail for 30 days or a 24-hour ban. They uh, they said I am not allowed to be on Facebook anymore. Um, this is my private, personal page, by the way. Um, not the public page that uh, it sounds like apparently we're broadcasting on Facebook. I got a couple messages so about got, that. So, so, so I, this is a little this is a little disconcerting. You're so you're such a threat and you're so dangerous that your personal page had to be put down, but the public page by which you use the the platform to reach thousands of people is fine. Apparently, <laughs> I, yep. I, that's a head scratcher. Yeah, no, I, I wish I could explain it, but I can't. Um, so thankfully, uh, Kevin was able to relink the live stream up for me right before we were on the show. Sounds like it's working. Um, I, I don't seem to be able to see the Facebook comments, but at the very least, it sounds like the, the stream is happening. Um, so that, that's good. I don't know if that's going to continue, guys, to be honest. Um, you, you might have to switch over to watching on YouTube because... Facebook might take that down. I don't know. This this could be the last live stream on Facebook. Okay. What what are the advantages to one or the other, or aren't there any? Um, you know, YouTube's kind of nice, just the way it categorizes things a little bit better. Um, it, it kind of more like creates a playlist for you, and there's a there's a little less uh, fighting on there too. So you, so you don't need no nice. stinking Facebook. No, no, you don't need no stinking Facebook. So but I, I will admit, Facebook is nice to connect with friends and family. Like, that, that is certainly the draw of Facebook. Um, but in terms of this show, we can get along just fine with YouTube. Absolutely. So we were talking about malicious. I, I believe that the reason Facebook uh, yanked my account is, is one of two things. I think it's either um, they are trying to eliminate people who have a very middle-of-the-road, reasonable approach who can actually sway hearts and minds. I think with those people on their platform, it's hard for them to push an agenda. It's easy for them if they get rid of people like me who who can talk with somebody who has an opposing view and listen to their opposing view and present them with another view that they're actually accepting of and might actually sway their opinion. That's a problem for them. So instead, what they do is they clean out people like that so that the only thing that they have left over is the extremes that they can point at. And, and I will say there are um, actual dangerous, violent militias on Facebook, people who have no constitutional intent whatsoever. They have a violent, racist, bigoted intent their accounts and their groups are fine on Facebook. Um, you've got groups like uh, the NFAC who 
is fine on Facebook. What's the um, NFAC? If, What's it stand for? Uh, some of the words Fascist? I don't think I can say on the radio, oh. but... Never mind, never mind. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys fill in the blank. Uh, not a letter that starts with F around coalition. <laughs> um, and they, they've been calling for violence and, like, shooting of police officers and things like that. Their accounts oh, are fine. Charming. And, and yeah, so they're still yeah. up. That's fine. There are various Antifa groups that are clearly advocating for violence. Um, some white supremacy groups, some neo-Nazi groups, like their accounts are fine. Um, so I can't help but sit there and look at this and go, yeah, Facebook left those there so they could say, look how dangerous and evil people are. Just sway this one way. You know, they left the extreme of the extreme alone, but they left the kind of like even keeled um, – mind-changing people that that's who they pulled out so so that's that's like one piece um so the but, reasonable people are being weeded out in favor of the real the true subversives yeah and i think it's to create this like uh not quite an echo chamber effect but this effect that people say wow this this is really bad we have nowhere to go but this one other place and and i think that what they want to do eventually is get their platform to the point where if you think a little differently all the content that's being served up to you is is the same. So you feel like you're just so strange and you're so far away from what everybody else is thinking that that you just must be wrong. So it's organized alienation. Yeah, it, it basically, no, I, basically, I think so. Yeah, what, what, you're, what they're doing is marginalizing all opinion other than that which reflects their own. This is a dangerous thing. I, yeah. I don't care. I don't care if it's, you know, look, the, the argument that, oh, well, this is a private company. They can do what they want. Yeah, they're a private company, but they are enabled by government uh, because because they have a special certain status which protects them from litigation and from legal entanglements. That needs to be taken away from them. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Facebook, if they're going to be a private company, they need to be separated from the government, separated from Congress and these other organizations See, this to is the, remain. Th this is how government gets away with with curtailing our First Amendment rights. They form these public private partnerships that that sounds like a great idea doesn't it P private public partnerships boy you know that's uh, that's the way to go because uh well you know it's just so fair and it's so reasonable no it's not because this is how government gets to do their dirty work and hide behind the status of somebody who, who can do things the government's not supposed to do yeah yeah no absolutely so the the one thing i do want to throw out here um is is my connection to the New York Lightfoot militia. I think it's really important to emphasize that there are groups in New York State that call themselves militia under New York State law, which is essentially required and mandated to us. And I want to talk to you guys about what the New York Lightfoot does and let you guys think if that violates Facebook standards or not. Um, so typically what happens is we go to fairs, we go to parades, carnivals, and we hand out pocket constitutions to people. So they have the opportunity to have a, a small version of an original constitution. Actually, WYSL has them as well. And uh, so that's one thing we do. When people's homes were being flooded with the lake, uh, we offered to help people sandbag around their homes to prevent their basements from flooding uh, and to help prevent property damage. We help veterans get uh, firewood and stuff like that to their house for the winter. 
Um, we had a veteran last year who was diagnosed with cancer. He couldn't chop up his firewood anymore. I think we sent like eight or 10 guys down there. We chopped up all his firewood. We got stacked. We got ready for him um, so that he could be warm throughout the winter months because he just couldn't anymore with his cancer treatments. Then we do things like we hold classes for the community so they can learn um, just about simple things they can do at home to be more sustainable. It could be about composting. It could be about canning, um, any, any number of things. And then what we do is we encourage a healthy lifestyle that includes things like just eating better, exercising regularly, and being more self-sufficient from government. And then you know, here, here comes the, 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 you know, the scary one, if you will, but we advocate for people to be able to defend themselves. And we're always telling people that it's important for them to take their personal defense as their personal defense for them to protect themselves and not rely on government being there all the time. Um, and then we teach people and show people that preventing violence is extremely important and we should prevent any type of violence. Um, we've provided security at rallies and protests and all in the name of protecting everybody's First Amendment rights. Um, even if the person there at the rally is saying something that like, I totally disagree with, I'm there to make sure that their First Amendment right is protected and that they can make that statement, even if I don't agree with it at all, that they can make that statement without fear of somebody else bringing violence upon them. Um, so, so that's, that's what the militia does. That's what a constitutional militia does. That's what the New York Lightfoot does. Um, this is what Facebook thought was really dangerous and shouldn't be on their platform anymore. And, uh, so I'll, I'll let you guys think about that and think, uh, is that something scary that society shouldn't have anymore? I, I don't think so. I think society needs a lot more of that. Yeah, I mean, this again, here we go with the upside down world of the political left that we're immersed in these days. You know, right is wrong, uh, left is right, uh, good is evil, evil is good. It's, uh, it, it's a distressing time for people to try to figure out. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, so, so this is kind of the situation, guys. Um, I'm not on Facebook anymore. That may or may not change. Who knows? Uh, I talked to somebody. They said, if it ever becomes possible that I can get back on Facebook, it's probably going to be three, four months out minimum. So join me on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash RFNY. Follow me there. Support me there if you can. I'd really appreciate it. And uh, I'm just going to keep producing this content for you guys. So thank you for joining us. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow.